talking about ego. Okay. So I, yes, I'm still reading the book. I don't want to hear it. I'm trying to get done with it, but I am still reading How or Think Like a Monk by Jay Shetty. And he has a podcast as well, y'all. I highly, highly, highly recommend you go listen to it because it is so good. Um, he just had an episode on there the other day where he was talking about nine mistakes we make in relationships. And y'all, I was driving back to Texas from Oklahoma listening to it. And I was like, Jay is preaching. Jay, I posted it on my Facebook so you can go find it there. On my personal Facebook page, Whitney Metcalf, and go listen to that episode. If you have, are in a relationship, have been in a relationship recently, got out of a relationship, you want to be in a relationship, whatever it is, go listen to that episode because it is bomb. But yes, I'm still reading his book, How to Think Like a Monk, and this chapter that I was reading was talking about ego. And I was like, whoa, like it had, like he was dropping some knowledge. Like he was actually a monk. He went and lived as a monk for several years. So what he learned, he puts into practice now and also coaches people on as well. And I've learned some some great stuff from him. And yeah, y'all go check it out. Check out the book and check out his podcast because it's bomb. Shout out to Jay Shitty. But anyways, back to today's episode, it is all about ego and ego is defined as a person's sense of self-esteem or self-importance. On the flip side, you know, a lot of people say I'm not, I don't have a big ego, I'm confident. So the New Oxford Dictionary defines confidence as a feeling of self-assurance arising from one's appreciation of one's own abilities or qualities. So yeah, you can say they're kind of similar, but I really don't think they are. So in the book, one of the first things that got my attention is he says the ego craves recognition, acknowledgement, praise to be right, to be more, to put down others to raise us up. The ego doesn't want to be better. It wants to be seen as better. When we bluff our way through life, pretending to be who we are not, we end up looking worse than we truly are. I said, listen, I've been there before. I've been there before. I think we can all probably relate in our 20s and our teens. You know, we wanted to fit in. So we acted a certain way. We bought certain things. We did certain things so that we could, you know, look better than we really were. But honestly, like I didn't. My mama wasn't buying all that expensive stuff. My mama wasn't buying no Jordan. She wasn't doing this. So I would be like, girl, let me borrow your this. Girl, let me borrow that. Y'all remember them days. So that was the ego wanting to, you know, to fit in and wanting to feel as feel better than somebody else. You know, like, oh, I have these shoes. I have these clothes. Um, so, yeah, I definitely have been there. But, you know, at that time, you don't know really what it is. You're just trying to fit in. I've actually, as an adult, I feel like I've been there as well. Um, like I'm just now to the point where I can be totally transparent and tell y'all, like, I'm not where I want to be financially, mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually. 
I lack in certain areas and that's why I do this podcast. That's why I became a wellness coach because it is truly a journey. It is not a destination. So it is something that you have to continually work on, but it is okay not to have and to be transparent and to be grateful with, you know, what you have right now. The arrogant ego desires respect, whereas the humble worker inspires respect. That's another quote from the book. Let me say that again, because that that one right there, I was like, okay. You know, you have those aha moments like, yep, that's why I was acting like that. Or that's why he act like he act or she act like she act, you know. So it is the arrogant ego desires respect, whereas the humble worker inspires respect. The arrogant ego desires respect. Just think about it. Think about the most arrogant person you know, the most like conceited person you know. It's almost like they feel like they have to demand respect. You know, those are usually the people who are, you gonna respect me. I'm grown. I'm a grown man. I'm a grown woman. And you know, they want to make people respect them, whereas someone who is humble, they usually inspire respect. People respect them because of who they truly are, how they help people, and how they treat people. The book also says, why does it take a tragedy for us to come together? Now, this really got me. (laughs) Like, this whole page, I said, he just spitting bars on this page, okay? So he said, our ego sets us up on a path where we put more value on ourselves and those whom we recognize as being like us. Think about it. That's probably why you haven't seen some of your family in a long time. Probably why y'all don't have family reunions anymore. Why people don't come together and really, you know, in person. I know, honestly, for me... Some of my cousins and acquaintances, if it wasn't for social media, I wouldn't even know that they were still alive. I'm just going to be totally honest. And this says our ego sets us up on a path that we put more value on ourselves and people who are like us. So that's why we are how. Okay, let me go back. So it makes sense the way he put it, because a lot of us know more about what's going on with Cardi B, with people on the internet, with our fake friends from back home, because they are quote unquote like us. We know more about these strangers than we do about our own family, because either we they are like us, or we want to be like them, or you know, or we admire them. So it's it's all ego plays a huge part in in all of this so some ways to know if you i hope it's not y'all because y'all listening to the wellness homegirl podcast and we don't do all this we don't i mean we extra like when it comes to like getting dressed and being cute and you know liking stuff how we liking stuff and self-care like we extra in all those areas but as far as you know treating people right we treat people right around here so some ways to know if you or someone you're dealing with is operating out of ego are they closed-minded 
Are they stagnant? Are they just stuck? Are they not growing? Are they negative? Um, is the glass always half empty? Nobody hardly wants to be around them. They're lonely. If <laughs> Narcissistic people, definitely ego-driven because they don't want to be seen as, seen as weak. Um, if someone is afraid to be vulnerable, afraid to be transparent. And now this is, now with that one, I will say it's not for everybody in our culture, especially black and brown culture. We've been taught that being transparent and being weak uh, or is a sign of weakness. So I would say look for other clues on top of that. Are they quote unquote perfect? Are they quote unquote are they putting like the illusion of perfect or great on Facebook and social media but you know you know we know those people we know them in real life you'd be like that is not you cut it out are they judgmental do they crave power do are they not true leaders uh because you must first be a follower are they projectors? Do they project their feelings and things onto other people or try to make people feel a certain way about things? A lot of times they are liars and a lot of times they truly have low self-esteem. And so that's where the projection comes from. Now, if you want to see if a person is operating from a place of humility or if you want to check your own self and see if you're operating from a place of humility, are you truthful? Are you honest? Do you have a high self-esteem? No need to prove anyone wrong. No need to prove anyone right. Are you open to new ideas? Open to change and growth? Coachable? Are you loving, caring, giving? Are you grateful? You care more about helping others than the presumed power that it may or may not bring. And are you able to admit your mistake? These are all like attributes of someone who operates out of humility. Are you able to apologize? Now, that's that's a big one. Are you able to admit you are wrong? Someone, usually people who are operating out of ego, narcissistic people, they cannot admit that they're wrong because, honey, they can do no wrong because they feel like they're Jesus. I know y'all know some people like this. Stay away from them, sis. Stay away from them. Um, whenever you think, you know, someone's status or worth is less than yours, turn your gaze back towards yourself and look for why your ego feels threatened. That is another quote from the book. I'm pulling straight from the book because it was just so good to me. So I'm going to read that again. Whenever you think someone's status or worth is less than yours, turn your gaze back toward yourself and look for why your ego feels threatened i'll give you an example personal example so i had a miscarriage in 2018 and i had a miscarriage in 2020 i know some people who have lots of kids let me just say that i know some people who have lots of kids who are not in oh see how do i say this without sounding egotistical they Ooh, y'all, this is tough. <laughs> okay, I'm just going to say it and just know it's not coming from a place of malice. I know some people who have children and continue to have children and are not in the best financial situations. After both of my miscarriages, 
I was hurt. And y'all know the saying, hurt people hurt people. And so I was questioning God and questioning like how she keep getting to have babies over here. And I know that I am, I'm able to take care of a kid financially, mentally, physically, emotionally, and she just keep having babies over here. Like I was hurt and I was, I was upset about that. And when I read this, that's what, when I read this quote from the book, that's what I was taken aback to because I had to turn back towards myself and say, why does my, why does my ego feel threatened? And I felt threatened because I came, I came to the realization, like I felt like I was a failure because I wasn't able to, to have these children, to birth these children. And I was not able to, like, that's a part of being a woman. And so I felt like less than a woman because I wasn't able to do this. So that is where you have to turn your gaze back towards yourself and see why your ego feels threatened. Also, like I've had some failed businesses before, like, but if you know me, I'm the type of person I'm going to try. I'm going to try. I do not care. You know, uh, I mean, at the moment I care if it fails, but later, you know, like now I look back and like, I learned so much from my failures. So same thing. I would look at other people like, how can she do this? Like, I know I'm smarter than her. I know I'm this. I know I'm more educated, you know, whatever. That's your ego talking. And when it comes down to it, she they worked harder. Like, why was my ego threatened? My ego was threatened because I wanted what she had, but I didn't work as hard. So I had to, you know, you have to swallow that pill. You have to swallow your pride and just, okay, let me, let me move on. This, this may not be my thing. Um, yeah. So the book also goes on to say that humility is the elixir of the ego. The definition of humility is a modest or low view of one's own importance or humbleness. Instead of the ego's all or nothing, humility allows us to understand our weaknesses and want to improve. You cannot truly be successful and I don't care what your definition of successful is. You cannot truly be successful if you do not have humility or if you are not humble. Because it keeps you grounded. It keeps you leveled. It keeps you wanting more. It keeps you wanting to give more, help out more, do more. And the ego doesn't allow the ego doesn't allow any room for that. As a monk, Shetty says that there were, ooh, this is so good, y'all. It's crazy. So he said that there were, they were taught there are two things that they have to remember and there are two things that they need to forget. What do y'all think those things are? Because I was like, what? I had to read it multiple times. <laughs> I was being slow today. I don't know. But anyways, the two things to remember are the bad they've done to others and the good others have done to them. So the two things that they were supposed to remember are the bad that they have done to others and the good 
others have done for them. And two things they were to forget are the good they've done for others and the bad others have done for them. I was like, what? Okay, again, the two things they were to forget are the good they've done for others and the bad others have done for them. This is to keep them humble. Like when you really, like go back and listen to that again. When you listen to it, it keeps you humble when you remember only what you do. What anybody else does for you, to you, all of that is out of your control. The only thing you can control is you. Sometimes it's hard. Sometimes it's hard to stay grounded. It's hard to stay humble. It's hard, you know, especially when you make a big achievement or a big accomplishment. It can really be hard to stay humble and, you know, level-headed because you want to you want to share that news with people. And sometimes you're not even sharing it to be boastful, but people may take it that way. But you it's okay to be proud of yourself. It's okay to feel good about your accomplishments, but we must also remain humble in everything that we do. You will not get more. You will not be more blessed when you are humble. Now, people are like, well, you see these rich people who are rude and mean and blah, 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 blah. Like, you know, in the Bible, it says, God, will, I mean, people. It will rain on the just and the unjust. But those people truly are not happy. I mean, you see rich people committing suicide and all kind of stuff. We still have to remain humble in everything that we achieve, everything that we do. Sis, you get your body together because, listen, I'm going to be fine because I'm still doing the six-month challenge. So when my six months is up, I'm going to be fine. And y'all going to see all of this stomach. But I'm going to be humble with it okay but so drop the ego y'all we have to drop the ego when we take our ego out of things and we put in humbleness and gratefulness and first off god and being humble and grateful you can achieve so much more you can reach so many so many more people that way humble people they don't do tit for tat egotistical people do they do think you you gonna remember what i did for you no sis that's not what we're gonna do i know we've all done this but that's not what we're gonna what we're gonna do that's not the lives we're trying to live those are not the goals we're trying to accomplish so y'all i want y'all to truly try to be humble and open-minded in everything that you do remember when you think someone's status or worth is less than yours turn your gaze back towards yourself and look for why your ego feels threatened take the ego out of everything you do your job dealing with your kids dealing with customers dealing with <laughs> road rage i'm talking about every in your relationship Listen, do you want to be right? My grandma used to say, do you want to be right or do you want to be married? So I, I'll say, do you want to be right or do you want to have peace? Do you want to be right or do you want to have humility and be humble? Do you want to be right or do you want to have friends? Do you want to be right or do you want 
to really be successful. Now, I'm not saying let people run all over you because they will try. 